Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 6th of June 2023 and unfortunately guys, the global cryptocurrency market is in a complete meltdown. The prices of Bitcoin has suffered the most, but the overall global cryptocurrency market is definitely, definitely not looking good at all. But the massive news is that Apple did actually launch its augmented reality headset called as Vision Pro and this guys will be an absolutely massive game changer. Now unfortunately so far as the cryptocurrency world is concerned, I really am not sure what kind of an impact this will have directly on cryptocurrencies but it will definitely have a positive impact on cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to metaverse. So most likely protocols such as Decentraland or Sandbox which have a terrible user experience will definitely be benefited by this news. Now unfortunately guys so far as cryptocurrency is concerned, we have some terrible news and that is that the Security Exchange Commission in US has decided to sue Binance and CZ who is the CEO and founder of Binance. Now I'm very much sure because of this news, the price of Bitcoin and global cryptocurrency has fallen down and if you actually look at the price of Binance BNB coin, it has definitely suffered the most. So we'll definitely go ahead and talk about that in today's episode. And guys, we also have some update regarding US and India and looks like JP Morgan is actually using blockchain in order to do transfers 24 by 7. Now I don't understand why they're using blockchain. They could literally use Bitcoin for this or you could use Lightning Network and all of the problems are instantly solved in a minute. So when you're reading this news, make sure that you truly understand what Bitcoin is and then try to compare it with what the central bank entities are using. Now there is a very high possibility that they're using a permission blockchain because there are several banks who are associated with that and we'll definitely go ahead and talk about who the banks are. Now unfortunately guys, this might seem like a positive news but a permission blockchain is just as good as a software. Now guys regarding Bitcoin, we have some really unfortunate news and looks like the Google trends have definitely died down and is the lowest in the last 7 months. So definitely not looking good. So far as the Google Trends is concerned, I wouldn't be surprised if actually PepeCoin is leading so far as the Google Trends is concerned regarding cryptocurrencies. So quite a lot to cover in today's episode. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, we're going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news is to do with Central Bank of UAE. And few days ago, guys, in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, I did actually talk about some news, but this news is kind of affiliated with that previous news. Now the news that I did cover initially was the Central Bank of UAE did issue guidelines so far as AML and CFDC is concerned. But this news is that the Hong Kong and Central Bank of UAE are coordinating on crypto regulations. So I'll definitely go ahead and talk more about it. And the second news cause is all the way from Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia Data and Artificial Intelligence Authority joins the Renaissance Partner Program from an association called as Majara. So in today's episode, guys, I'll definitely go ahead and talk about what that is and I'll go ahead and share my opinions and thoughts on this. So quite a lot to cover in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee Edit, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. 
Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. They'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they have replaced it with Web 3 and it is the number 3 mates.xyz and guys listen Charlu group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the nft space is a massive deal now if you're a sneakerhead you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz and once again guys the number is three instead of an e it has all the information and in the show notes below you'll get all the information and listen guys if you want to be an early adopter you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates so definitely check it out and they have a discord community as well and guys nick who is the head of corporate innovation at charlotte group and also the co-founder of soulmates has a whatsapp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of nfts metaverse and web 3.0 so guys check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the soulmates og nft that is definitely going to shape the industry next startup oi is global one tech platform for tech it offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. 
The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. And today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's go ahead and start discussing the global cryptocurrency market. Now unfortunately guys, the global cryptocurrency market is not looking good at all. And the crypto market is shouting, do you bleed? Now the global cryptocurrency market as of now is at $1.09 trillion and since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.58%. Now really I'm not sure why the prices have gone down. Is it because of the US debt ceiling or is it because of SEC going after CZ and Binance? I think it is a mixture of both. But unfortunately, guys, what I'm thinking is because the US debt ceiling did actually increase. So I wouldn't be surprised in the next few days. The prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies do actually pump up. But once again, guys, all price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. Now, the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is at $48.24 billion. This is definitely pumped up. As a matter of fact, it has gone up by 146.76%. Now listen guys, what this means is, when the global cryptocurrency market has gone up, and if the prices are going down, it just means one thing, that people are actually going ahead and selling the cryptocurrencies. Unfortunately, this is not good in the short duration. But once again guys, I wouldn't be surprised if the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies do actually start pumping up. Now the total volume on DeFi is not looking good either. It is currently at $3.61 billion. And so far as its total value locked is concerned, it is well below the $50 billion mark and it is at $45.63 billion with Lido still dominating and Lido's dominance is 28.28% and so far as the volume is concerned, $12.97 billion is locked in this protocol. Now mind you guys, DeFi volume still accounts for a less percentage of the overall total crypto market volume, only at 7.48%. I was really hoping that in the second half of this year, the volume of DeFi does account for maybe 20% maybe even 30% in order for cryptocurrency and so-called decentralized protocols to go mainstream. So the second half of this year, guys, 
is going to be really really critical now if you look at the 24-hour volume of DeFi protocols Uniswap is still leading but its volume is less than half on an average day that is at 473.88 million dollars pancake swap guys is doing ridiculously bad and it is at 275.55 million dollars and in yesterday's episode guys i did talk about pancake swap's volume it is actually less than 50 percent if you look at it over a period of seven days now core finance is number third at 60.07 million dollars and meta tdex is number fourth at 33.21 million dollars followed by trade joe at 31.58 million dollars now if you look at the volume of stable coins guys it is ridiculously low and guess what guys it is accounting for a higher percentage of the total crypto market volume this once again is absolutely absolutely terrible the volume of stable coins is at 45.50 billion dollars and guys guess it is accounting for 94.31 percent of the total crypto market 24-hour volume this is just absolutely ridiculous ideally guys the volume of stable coins should be a lesser percentage let's say in comparison to bitcoin or DeFi or any other cryptocurrency protocols because you truly need to understand when you talk about stable coins your transaction could be censored and they definitely do not follow the ethos of open blockchain and the volume of stable coins is 45.50 billion dollars and out of that tether usdt accounts for 33.68 billion dollars followed by circle usdc at 4.63 billion dollars and binance BUSD at 2.86 billion dollars and guys one of the scary matrix particularly for bitcoin is that its market cap has been going down and guess what guys it has gone down well below the half trillion dollar mark it is at 497 billion dollars so the last two weeks bitcoin seems to have been suffering the most now ethereum's market cap has also gone down but it hasn't suffered as much and it is at 217 billion dollars and if you were to actually look at the dominance ethereum's dominance has definitely pumped up and it is at 20 percent whereas bitcoin's dominance is 45.80 percent now the dominance guys is a bit strange because if you look at nfts and ordinals and inscriptions ideally the dominance of bitcoin should definitely have surpassed over the 60 percent mark but unfortunately the crazy world of cryptocurrencies just throws out some weird numbers and volumes now if you look at the 24-hour trading volume bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is at 21.61 billion dollars and because the prices are going down it just means that people are actually selling their bitcoin and ethereum's 24-hour trading volume is at 9.22 billion dollars now in today's episode guys let me quickly compare the stablecoin market cap and if you look at tether usdt's market cap it is at 83.16 billion dollars circle usdc is at 28.76 billion dollars and binance busd's market cap guys probably in the next few days might definitely go below the 5 billion dollar mark because as of now it is hovering around the 5.14 billion dollars now in today's episode guys i'm also going to be looking at web3 protocols and in yesterday's episode we discussed what chain link is and in today's episode guys i'm going to be discussing what filecoin is now Chainlink's market cap is 3.12 billion dollars filecoin is at 1.81 million dollars followed by the graph at 1.03 billion dollars so let me go ahead and briefly explain what filecoin is now the ticker symbol for filecoin is fil that is f for father i for india l for larry and if you look at it via coin market cap it is at number 32 and the price is 4.23 dollars and since the last 24 hours guys it is down by 8.34 percent so let me quickly go ahead and explain what is filecoin now filecoin guys is a decentralized storage system and its ambition is really strong because they aim to store humanity's most important information and the project did actually raise 
$205 million in an ICO in 2017. And guys, there was so much of hype in the ICO era and Filecoin was definitely making a lot of news. And I do remember when they reached $205 million, they did actually plan to launch by mid-2019. However, the launch date for Filecoin was pushed back to mid-October 2020. And this happened only till they reached block number 148,888. Now the project guys was first described way back in 2014 as an incentive layer for IPFS which is called as interplanetary file system and they wanted to be a peer-to-peer -peer storage network where users pay for data storage and distributed services in the native currency called as film and Filecoin guys is an open protocol and backed by a blockchain that records commitments made by network participants with transactions made using FIRM, which is the native currency. And the consensus mechanism that Filecoin uses is proof of replication and proof of space-time. Now my big question guys is, let's say for an average daily user, are you willing to pay let's say even 5 cents or 10 cents, whereas Google can do it completely free of course. Now it is not a question of amount, but for business use cases I'm pretty much sure they would be intrigued if they're offering a fully decentralized or distributed storage system and Filecoin does exactly that and it is an open source and decentralized which means that all governance is in the hands of the community. On the Filecoin platform guys, developers have the opportunity to create file storage services like Dropbox or iCloud and anyone can join Filecoin and start storing the data or own money by providing space for someone else's funds and the creators of Filecoin opted for the blockchain technology to run the network and the token with their own consensus. So guys, the fill token or the fill native currency of Filecoin powers the entire network and processes and clients pay for transactions in the native token that is fill and miners place fill as a collateral guaranteeing the services. But one thing you need to understand guys, that the developers claim that Filecoin solves the problem of inefficient file storage and retrieval and customers can find the right solution with an efficient set of tools and its core development which is IPFS. So if you do want to find out more information about Filecoin which is the number second protocol so far as Web3.0 is concerned, it is Filecoin.io. Now let me try to give you some more bits and pieces of information as who the founders of Filecoin are. Now Filecoin was founded by Yuan Bennett who also created the IPFS system and Bennett Gars is an American computer scientist who studied in Stanford University. And after founding Protocol Labs in May 2014, he attended Y Combinator in summer of 2014 with the intention of supporting both IPFS and Filecoin as well as numerous other projects as well. Now what is it that makes Filecoin unique? Filecoin guys aims to store data in a decentralized manner and unlike cloud storages, let's say like Amazon Web Services or Cloudflare which are prone to problems of centralization, Filecoin leverages its decentralized nature to protect the integrity of a data's location, thereby making it easier for retrievable and extremely hard to censor. And as you know guys, censorship is something which is extremely common in 2023 and decentralized storages like Filecoin allow people to be their own custodian of the data as well as make the web more accessible to people worldwide. And since participating in the Filecoin network by mining and storing is directly related to winning more block rewards, Filecoin incentivizes participants to act honestly and store as much as data as possible. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is guys, in order to identify how Filecoin works, just make sure you go to the website because if I try to explain it, it is a bit technical and a bit geeky. So what I'd recommend you to do is 
go to filecon.io and read through some bits and pieces of information. Now, what are the benefits of Filecon, guys? With the launch of large and free markets specializing in data storage, there is a tendency to reduce the cost of service itself and the market becomes more open to absolutely anyone, which gives a lower pricing for using the network. And as of September of last year, the network has united over 20,000 users and computers around the world, creating an extensive community with similar goals and requests. Moreover, guys, Filecon opts for existing resources instead of creating new technologies and devices. And if you want to be a miner, miner can join the network from absolutely anywhere in the world. Now, what is the future of Filecon? I really am not sure. Cause look, guys, if there is a hack, and because of the decentralized nature, I really am not sure what happens to your data storage. But nonetheless, I thought I'll go ahead and explain what Filecoin is. Now, personally, I'm a bit skeptical on this. I would prefer centralized entities so far as individual transactions are concerned. But let's say if I'm a business entity, that maybe I may want to look at what Filecoin offers or what other competing protocols do actually offer. Now, guys, let's discuss the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. And unfortunately, the prices of Bitcoin have suffered the most. And as of today, it is at $25,644. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.92%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 7.26%. Now, unfortunately, it looks like the Bitcoin Miami event, which did happen a few weeks ago, did not turn out to be bullish, particularly for the price of Bitcoin. Now, if you look at it, when El Salvador did actually make Bitcoin a legal tender, the prices did actually fall down miserably as well. And I very specifically remember, guys, the actual date when El Salvador made Bitcoin a legal tender, the price of Bitcoin alone went down by $8,000. And at that point of time, the price of Bitcoin was holding between the thirty dollars to $40,000 mark. Now, so far as Ethereum is concerned, it is at $1,806. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.22%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 4.58%. And guys, to be honest, if you look at the top 10 cryptocurrency protocols, Ethereum, since the last 24 hours at least, is not doing that bad. But one protocol that is doing ridiculously bad is Binance Coin. And we'll go ahead and talk about it. And we'll very briefly talk about what is going on in the world of Binance. Because the price has gone down to $276. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 9.78%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 11 0.35% and look guys Binance is having if not one of the worst years not just in 2023 but mostly since the last quarter of 2022. So what happened is that SEC is actually suing Binance and the CEO of Binance that is CZ for breaking security rules. Now what I'd recommend you to do is Bloomberg did actually publish this report and guys if you read through the official filings there are two key areas which Binance seems to be in trouble for. Now the first thing is the regulator says that the firm operated an unregistered security exchange. And the second thing is, Binance is also accused of improperly selling crypto tokens. Now, my big question is, guys, is it possible that Gary Gensler and SEC is only going after Binance because Binance completely demolished the left-leaning idol that is Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX? I definitely do think so. Now, in response to Binance, they did actually state that what SEC is doing is completely disappointing. So let me just dwell deeper into the allegations made by SEC against Binance and its CEO Sang Pang Zhao. And there are six areas that I'm going to be breaking down into. The first one is related to unregistered security exchange. And the SEC class claims that Binance and its US affiliate operated as a security exchange 
without registering with the SEC. This means Binance provided services for trading services and token considered as investment contracts without meeting the necessary regulatory requirements. The second point cause is improper sale of tokens and the SEC alleges that Binance offered and sold two tokens that is Binance BNB and Binance BUSD as a securities improperly. According to SEC cars, these tokens should have been registered as securities and subjected to the corresponding regulations and failure to do so is a violation of investor protection rules. The third point causes deception and lack of disclosure. And listen to this cause. The SEC accuses Binance and its CEO of engaging in a web of deception, conflict of interest and lack of disclosure and the regulator claims that Binance misrepresented information to investors and the public, thereby misleading them regarding the operations of the exchange and the safeguards in place. The fourth one cause is a bit tricky. We are accusing Binance of wash trading and manipulative trading. In wash trading cause refers to the practice of buying and selling assets to create the illusion of trading activities or volume and the SEC alleges that Binance engaged in wash trading to artificially inflate the trading volume of its US platform. And this to be honest guys, I'm pretty much sure 90% of cryptocurrency exchanges are notoriously known for. Now mind you guys, this point is more to do with Binance US. Furthermore, the SEC claims that Binance misled investors about controls in place to prevent manipulative trading, suggesting that the exchange did not have adequate measures to prevent market manipulation. The fifth point cause is mishandling of customer funds and the SEC asserts that Binance moved and mixed customer funds inappropriately. It alleges that billions of dollars in customer funds were transferred to a bank account controlled by CZ and the SEC further claims that these funds were subsequently used for buying and selling cryptocurrencies without proper authorization. This cause is absolutely, absolutely scary. Now let me just mention the sixth and final point that is implication for other tokens and exchanges and the SEC's lawsuit suggests that several tokens including Solana, Cardano's ADA, Matic, Phil of Filecoin, Atom, San, San from Sandbox, Mana from Decentralized and AXS and many others traded on Binance.com and Binance US were offered and sold as securities and guys listen, if the Security Exchange Commission claims are upheld, it would have broader implications for other cryptocurrency exchanges as well because they tend to offer similar tokens potentially subjecting them to further regulatory scrutiny. Now it's important to note that guys that these are only allegations that are made by SSC and have not yet been proven in court. So it's got to be really interesting to see guys how this drama unfolds because the legal proceedings will ultimately decide the outcome of the case. Now really I'm not sure which side to support on because if you're in favor of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because ideally what Binance is doing does not seem right as well and this goes back to the very second line of Bitcoin white paper. The main benefits are lost if a central entity is required to prevent double spending so it's definitely going to be an absolutely massive news. But guys listen, one of the biggest news that is circulating right now which has not directly to do with cryptocurrencies but more to do with metaverse is Apple's Vision Pro and guys listen, I am completely blown away with what Apple launched yesterday. So Apple's Vision Pro is an augmented reality headset which was introduced later and what I really like guys is they were using the word called spatial computing and I very strongly feel that Apple's Vision Pro will be an actual game changer. Now one thing which I often say in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast but mostly in my Metaverse Everything podcast is in order for people to switch from current existing systems to new systems the new experience has to be 10 times better. And guess what guys? Apple's Vision Pro 
does actually do that. The new product called Vision Pro, which most likely will be launched in 2024, is definitely offering a 10x better user experience and this guys will definitely be the future of technology. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is go to YouTube and make sure that you watch the event. Now you need not watch the entire event. The Vision Pro information probably is the last bit of information so it looks like they kept the best for the last. And guys what I was doing is while this news was on, I did actually check the price of cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that were connected to metaverse and surprisingly guys or should I say not surprisingly, the price of Decentland and Sandbox did actually marginally pump up. But one thing you need to remember guys, so far as Apple's Vision Pro is concerned, they're claiming it to be the most advanced electronic personal device with a hefty tag price of $3,499 but I 100% feel that this is definitely much an absolute absolute game changer. Now guys let's discuss some news regarding US and India and so far as banking transfer is concerned. And JP Morgan guys is using blockchain technology for 24 by 7 dollar transfers with Indian banks and JP Morgan applies blockchain to interbank US dollar transactions in India amid growing size of global deglobalization and they have partnered with 6 banks in India and the banks that they have partnered are private banks like HDFC Bank, ICIC Bank, Axis Bank, Yes Bank and Industrial Bank Limited and this guys to be honest does not seem like a positive news but if you put it across that they're using blockchain technology it might give the illusion that it is a positive news because you need to remember guys what they are using is a permission blockchain and to be honest guys a permission blockchain is just as good as using a software what they could have done is they could have utilized bitcoin using lightning network who benefits by that it's only the end users or customers who will be benefited by it Unfortunately, if they do that, they will be suffering heavy consequences. So what they are deciding is using the word blockchain technology to give you the illusion that they are using something positive and great. And according to a key spokesperson, JP Morgan will run a pilot project for the next few months to analyze banking experience and the pilot project guys will be launched on Monday using JP Morgan's blockchain platform called Onyx which is O for orange, N for November, Y for yellow, X for x-ray after approval from International Financial Services Center Authority. So definitely a project that you need to understand but personally I'll try to stay away from it. Now guys let's discuss some unfortunate news and this is regarding Google Trends and Google Trends data states that Bitcoin interest has sunk to its lowest points in October of 2022 and the week spanning 5th of June to 11th of 2022, the search term Bitcoin bottomed out at 25 out of 100 and during the subsequent week guys, from June 12 to 18, the search term Bitcoin rose a score of 64. But guys, unfortunately, in just a year, the interest has been completely shattered by over 73%, plummeting to 17 during the week of May 28 to 3rd of June 2023. And guys, listen, prior to October 2022, a low of 16, the last time Bitcoin interest was this level, was going back to October 2020. And what happened after that is the prices of Bitcoin did actually short up and it did reach a new all-time high. Now granted the prices of Bitcoin did actually fall down miserably as well. So the only recommendation guys what I'd suggest is to go to Google and just keep typing hashtag BTC or Bitcoin. Now guys let's discuss two news regarding Dubai UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news is connected to a news that I did actually mention in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast. So this news guys is kind of like an affiliated to that news and the news is that Hong Kong and UAE Central Bank coordinates on crypto regulations. So let me try to go ahead and inform what that news is all about because Hong Kong and the United Arab Emirates Central Bank 
or collaborating on crypto regulations and financial cooperation and the UAE Security and Commodity Authority allow crypto firms to apply for operating licenses and Hextrust in Hong Kong was among the first to receive one and Finnovoskars, a fintech and web3 platform, expects closer cooperation on blockchain technology between Hong Kong and UAE and the focus on cross-border trade settlements could lead to the use of central bank digital currencies to speed up transfers and reduce costs and the central bank of UAE plans to launch a digital dirham with the first phase set to be completed within a year. And guys, Hong Kong and the UAE have been collaborating on building M-Bridge, which is essentially a blockchain supporting multiple central bank digital currencies to improve cross-border payment systems. And guys, listen, China has been at the forefront of central bank digital currencies and critics have accused China of installing pro-Beijing candidates in position of power in Hong Kong. And China, guys, is advancing its plan for CBDCs, that is the digital yuan, with ongoing rollouts in various cities and civil servants in few cities in China will be paid using ECNY which is a significant milestone for digital yuan. However, guys, it's important to note that the digital yuan is unlikely to be introduced in Hong Kong Seoul and Hong Kong's monetary authority is launching a pilot to an electronic form of Hong Kong dollar and guys, 16 firms will be involved in exploring use cases such as payments, tokenized deposits and settlements of Web2 transactions and tokenized assets so my big question is guys, how does Embridge blockchain aim to address the limitations of current cross-border payments and support multiple central bank digital currencies or also called as MCBDCs and what are the key features and functionalities of the electronic form of Hong Kong dollar that is being piloted by the monetary authority and how does it facilitate a fully-fledged payment, tokenized deposits and settlement of Web3 transactions and tokenized assets and finally guys in the context of crypto regulations what specific measures or guidelines are being implemented by the UAE Security and Commodity Authority to ensure that the issuance of operating licenses to crypto firms and how does this contribute to strengthening the regulatory framework in the UAE. Now guys, let's discuss second news and this is to do with artificial intelligence and all the way from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So the news is that the Saudi Data and AI Authority joins the Renaissance Partner Programs from Majara. So let me try to break it down what this news is all about for the Saudi Data and Artificial Intelligence Authority, also called as HDAIA, has joined forces with Majara's Renesis Partners Program and Gaza Program aims to provide knowledge in Arabic and support the development of youth and HDAIA will provide 1,000 free Majara subscriptions for data experts and artificial intelligence applications in the Saudi Arabia and Majara will match HDAIA's contribution and provide 1,000 subscriptions for Saudi youth interested in the technical field and the Majara subscription guys gives free access to global website that is Harvard Business Review, MIT Technology Review, Popular Science, Nafsayeti and Stanford Social Innovation. Absolutely brilliant news guys and the partnership between SDAIA and Majara aims to promote education and awareness in the field of artificial intelligence and SDAIA works to announce the kingdom's position as a global hub for data and artificial intelligence and the collaboration involves the academic community and the community and private sector and the goal guys is to provide Arabic content and the best user experience through the Majoro application and the content will enrich personal and professional experiences with pioneering insight across various fields and the program guys enable Saudi youth interested in artificial intelligence to access up-to-date exclusive content daily and this content guys will help them understand recent developments in the field of interest and the partnership will also contribute to enhancing skills and knowledge in artificial intelligence and related fields 
and Dia Harkal, the director of brand of partnership for Majaro, expressed pride in the partnership with SDAIA and the collaboration goals aims to promote the widest audience with the best Arabic content on the internet and the initiative supports the youth's professional and personal growth and the program goals emphasizes providing access to quality content and fostering a learning culture and goals through this partnership, Saudi youth can stay updated and enhance their skills in artificial intelligence and related fields as well. So those are the news guys on Crypto and Coffee at 8 and Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com, check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. I have a question by Aiden who asks, do you think the news regarding Apple is bullish? Now this news Aiden goes back to what Uri, one of the OGs of Bitcoin and now a maximalist of Ethereum did actually state that news regarding Apple launching Vision Pro will definitely be bullish so far as shitcoins is concerned and he's referring to cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse and one thing which I did actually mention Aiden earlier is that when the news was out, I did actually look at the price of Mana and the Sand and they were temporarily pumping up but they did actually go down. So to answer your question, this news is definitely bullish for cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. Unfortunately, I do not see any connection. What they're going to be saying is that even companies like Apple are definitely getting into Metaverse and now particular token of cryptocurrencies is definitely the future. Now that thing being said, Aiden, I really am not sure if this news is bullish, let's say for blockchain or cryptocurrency protocol because if you look at it, what Apple is doing is a very centralized Metaverse experience using augmented reality. And one thing which I often say is so far as Metaverse is concerned, I would prefer to have a centralized experience, let's say like Apple, maybe Microsoft, because what they can do is because there is a central entity involved, they can take users' feedback and they can implement things extremely, extremely fast. And one of the drawbacks of open blockchain guys is that because of the whole nature of decentralization, decision making is extremely slow. And when you talk about Metaverse, the user experience has to be 10 times better. And if you look at the user experience in Decentraland or maybe the sandbox, the experience is absolutely pathetic and awful. Now, keeping all these things in mind, what I do feel, Aiden, and going back to your question if this news is bullish, I do feel temporarily cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse will definitely see a pump up. But what you also need to remember is that Apple is launching the Vision Pro headset most likely in 2024. And one question which I was thinking earlier on is, the Apple's augmented reality can use it, let's say in decentralized protocols such as Decentraland or the Sandbox, I'm pretty much sure some of the developers are currently working on it. Now once that thing happens personally, I still prefer to use a centralized experience because once again, Aiden, it's all about the user experience in Metaverse. It has to be 10 times better or people will just not use it. So to answer your question, I do think cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse will definitely see a pump up 
But other than that, I don't think so. It should technically be bullish for the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. But in the cryptocurrency world, never say never because the cryptocurrency world can take things out of nothing and connect them to cryptocurrency, maybe even Bitcoin and blockchain. So those are my thoughts on that. So that's all guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. we have Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse and have a series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye-bye.